3: Second hour of old school live from Bourbon Street, 8th and R, 801 R Street. You can get down here, right here on the strip, man. Good stuff in. They brought us some hush puppies, which I have to set a maximum, right? I have to set a boundary on, on...
1: You don't want to, though.
3: No, because the real, the sauce is amazing, too. So you have dipping sauce.
1: I it. tried the sauce and the hush puppy. It was delicious.
3: Dipping sauce is good. 402-464-5685. Start Hand a hand-me-text line. Honda League and Hotline if you want to join the conversation. We appreciate you uh, for hanging out with us on a Friday. Again, it's Beat Wisconsin Week. Beat the Badgers is the way we're going into tomorrow morning. It's going to be a cold one. We'll be at Tipsy Tina's starting at 830. Uh, we'll go until right until kickoff, and then uh, the call in show will be immediately following the game for ninety minutes uh you 'll be able to call Bach and Nick and you know hopefully have something good to to talk about something good to say that 'd be nice, yeah, and then Jake and I will be down at tanner's uh, ninety minutes a- after the game uh, and we 'll take you through uh, depending on the mood you know depending on the mood, we may stay a while we may not.
1: Yeah, it would be nice
3: if they won. And we we'll, can stay a while, for we'll, sure. We'll, yeah, I mean, we'll raffle off a jersey as well. Uh, today we're raffling off tickets uh, to go see the Huskers and Badgers Tomorrow, you can do that. You can follow on the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live, so you can see what's happening down here. Again, Bourbon Street. Uh, it offers catering options. Uh, you know, you can throw birthday parties. You can impress the boss. Seafood boil. You can custom to get exactly what you want. Uh, it's got one of the best outdoor patios in Lincoln, right here in the heart of Haymarket in downtown Lincoln, just blocks away from Memorial Stadium or Pinnacle Bank Arena. Uh, you can call down. Here's the number five three one two five four five seven four nine. Jake Sorensen. Before we get to, uh, continue talking about Bourbon Street, let them know about the Mercado. The Mercado by
1: Certified P eighty fourth and Havelock. It is a awesome place. You got the great great steaks, sirloin, ribeye, every every type of steak you want, they have it. Yeah. From Certified Piedmontese Beef. It's awesome. They've got gelato. I know you love the gelato there. I do. We love the gelato. I do. They have seafood, everything, biltong, jerky. I mean, if you want great food, the Mercado's got it. 84th and Havelock, Certified Piedmontese. Stop on by. Open seven days a week. And what do we have
3: here oh coming? Oh, my goodness. We These told the you the we had hush strips. puppies. These are the chicken look, strips. Look how big that is. It's These like, a, like, it's like You a have to take chicken. a picture of it. You have to take a picture Yeah, I'm of going to. Here. So... <laughs> Here Bourbon Street, and I'd forgotten, and I apologize yeah. in advance for forgetting how amazing these are. So they, make, they their chicken strips are actual chicken breasts that hand battered to order. Wow! Uh, deep fried. This is they are the they're 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 the size of of, of a second baseman's catcher's uh, second baseman's mitt. That's the size of these chicken strips. Jake is going to share it. I'm about to put it on Twitter. Right yeah, now. put yeah. it on Twitter. This thing is phenomenal. And I'm going to test the science behind it because my doctors have said that, that I could, in fact, have French fries. But I could can, I, I can only have a couple of French fries. I could only have a couple of French fries. And folks have said people who only eat a couple of French fries are serial murderers. So we're going to test this because uh, I'm going to have – I haven't had a French fry in a month. Well, but this is your time. In a month. Don't cry me. But I kind of don't want to break the streak. Well,
1: you got to tre- it's I don't want to be the person that tells you to do something you're not supposed Bad influence, to. However, pressure. it's a, but I will tell you pure this. Be, it is a Friday. <laughs> and Friday means French fry
3: Friday. Answer. French fry Friday.
1: Don't blame uh, uh, me. Don't blame me if you have if you if you have regrets. I'm just saying it's, the, it's Oh, there'll be no regret. Okay. Like okay, there will be regret, no regret
3: okay. at all. So they've got so I mean along with the seafood boils uh, the Cajun Boils, whatever you want to put in it, they, they can customize it. I just it.
1: shared it on, on Twitter. It's so on they've Twitter got
3: a, a crab and, 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 and a swagio corn, corn dip, hush puppies. They've got french fries, gumbo, fried catfish, shrimp, cheeseburger, chicken strips. What's, how do you pronounce that? Let me see. How do you pronounce that?
1: Asiago Asiago
3: corn that's like a corn cheese dip. Asiago corn dip you, But look at this I, I made a new word Did, I was creating a new a new dip
1: Have you ever heard of this they call it <laughs> this, they call it the stack fries topped with shrimp and béarnaise sauce Cheddar cheese, Cajun Spike and Chives. I never heard of fries don't with shrimp on top. Don't
3: be saucy with me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: I believe we have Jay. Jay Foreman's with us.
3: Uh let's bring in the Husker Hall of Famer. He knows all about the menu here because he's been down here and done his thing. Jay Foreman, what's happening with your brother? You you uh, oh, well they just brought out so they brought out the hush puppies and they brought out the chicken <laughs> strips. The, you know the, the the full nose tackle size Chicken strips that they have here? I'm,
1: I've
2: never yeah, seen chicken strips
3: <laughs> It's there. Yeah, uh, man, they
2: they real, they the real hey, the real deal Holyfield. You gotta need to give Jake Jake some since it's got a little it's a little fried a little bit to you know enlighten his little tummy because he's he not used to any soul food. This hey, is a soul food, Shay. Come on.
3: It's this is huge. This thing is this thing is monstrous. This thing is monstrous. It's
1: intimidating. I'm, I'm and getting scared of it. There's three of them. That's like a total of like I don't know, fourteen ounces of chicken strip. Like th- this, how <laughs> big is It's like a five ounce plank basically. It's
3: huge. You know. Well, they said like, like Jay, so they tell you this. They said how many chicken strips are there? There's three, but it's three chicken breasts. Like, <laughs> it's, seriously, it's a full <laughs> chicken breast. It's not a strip. Like, we can hold them up on
1: yeah, the stream. Yeah, look at this. I'll, yeah, hold them up on the stream. All right, I got it. Look at look. If you're oh, watching my. the video stream, look at how big these chicken strips are. These are massive. These are oh massive.
3: man! Oh it's man! Like three times the size of normal strips. This strip is, if this not is four. fantastic, man. So yeah, I just ordered my uh, my dinner. So I'm going to have one of the the, the, the Bourbon Street boils uh, that I'm going to take with me. Uh, it's one of those ones that come in the big catering pan, Jay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be a full weekend. Do you want us to send you some? How, how do you want this to work? Uh,
2: I wish you could send me some, but I'm all good right now, man. Okay, yeah. man. All
3: right, all right. So let's go through. It's time for Jay's Picks. Uh, let's get into this thing. We'll get into the NFL first and start there. Uh, the 3-7 and seven Carolina Panthers travel and face the 6-3 and three Baltimore Ravens.
2: No, but uh, this is Baltimore Ravens. I know Baker Mayfield is coming back, so he thinks he's going to try to bring the old Cleveland monster back. But uh, assuming it's the Ravens, too much uh, Lamar Jackson. So I think the Ravens not only win, but they win big.
3: The Chicago Bears at 3-7 travel to Atlanta to face the 4-6 Falcons.
2: Mm. You know, uh, the Falcons have been playing good ball. I think they just have some you know, bad luck, but I'm going to pick the Falcons. Man, I like the way they've been playing. Um, it would be somewhat of an upset, but I like the, the, the way that, the, the Falcons have been playing.
3: Yeah, I, both of those teams, I mean, Chicago snatched uh, victory from the Jaws of Defeat last week. Uh, it would be interesting to see. Uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills will move to Detroit. The 3-6 and six Browns take on the 6-3 and three Buffalo Bills.
2: Oh, you know the Bills. This ain't a question. This Bills. Bills against the nineteen seventy two Dolphins. Bills all day long. <laughs> but now, to be honest with you, Bills are Bills are looking to get back right. They've let a couple games slip away. Josh Allen, I think, is finally going to get rid of the interception or multi multi interception games. And uh, even though it's a different place, I think the Bills still roll.
3: The five and five Washington Commanders traveled to Houston to face the one seven and one Texans. Uh,
2: well, I think the commanders, I think the way that they beat the brakes off the Eagles, and it was not close, I think the commanders are uh, starting to get healthy with Chase Young possibly getting back. they got the best quarterback on the roster playing, even though they're a unique individual, Tyler Heineke. Yeah, I call him Tyler Hickey. Um, <laughs> they're starting to get healthy on the offensive line, and of course their defensive line has a ton of talent. So uh, I think the commanders are going to go down there and take the commanding lead and beat the Texans. The Texans play good, but they just don't have any weapons. And uh, they have a good running back at Pierce, you know Brandon Cooks is good, but besides uh, Mills, but in one off good offensive lineman, but the defense is uh you can't name one person on defense besides Stingley, who's a rookie, and he hasn't done much, so uh, I think the uh, commanders win uh,
3: the Philadelphia Eagles try to rebound from their first loss of the season. they go an eight and one and travel to Indianapolis to face the four five and one Colts
2: hmm. I think the Eagles win. I think at any other time this might be good for, uh, you know, the, the Colts to win. But I think the Eagles have to get embarrassed like that in the way the Eagles lost. You know, when the coach is talking about turnovers and, you know, making 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 the making so many bad plays, it looks like the, the calls are going against us. It. It's a it's a tension to detail week for the Eagles, not a very good week for the Colts. But I think it's going to be a close contested game. I think the Eagles win. Oh, yeah, I think the Eagles win, sorry.
3: The New York Jets at six and three, those are not words we, did, we we thought we'd put together this season. The Jets at six and three travel to Foxborough to p- face the five and four Patriots.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going
2: to keep going with the Patriots because the Jets seem like they can't beat them, but I know I like Robert Sala; He always is taking receipts. And, uh, you know the Patriots think you know they're just doing the Patriot thing, just kind of just laying low and and finding out a way to you know what kind of type of team they have, and they seem to turn it on when they need to. Um, I like the Jets. I think they're up and coming. I think they're coming off a bye week, but I'm going to go with the Patriots until the Jets finally beat them one year.
3: Two disappointments: uh, the Rams at three and six, and the Saints at three and seven take on one another in New Orleans.
2: Uh. This is bad. Well, I'm gonna go with the the, the Saints because um, Cooper Cup's out. The running back, the running attack isn't there. The defense is still legit, but there's only so many plays you can play on defense in the NFL. I think the Saints do have a pretty good um, skill position group, and uh, if Andy Dalton doesn't throw at Jalen Ramsey, they win. So I'm gonna go with uh, the Saints.
3: Detroit at three and six on the road against the seven and two New York Football Giants.
2: Man, I think, man, you know, to be honest with you, this might be the upset alert of the weekend. Uh, I think the Giants are well coached. I think the Giants are better than what people ever gave them credit for coming into the season, and they're they're seven and two for a reason. But I, I I've, I've liked the way Detroit's played um, over the last you know few weeks, and and really you know gained a lot of respect for me. You know, but you know, to be honest, uh, I'm I'm probably gonna go. This might be an upset but I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they I think they'll be well prepared. I love their coach so I'm going to go with the Giants.
3: The Raiders who are in dire dire situation circumstance 2 and 7 travel to face another yeah. franchise that is in the same boat, the 3 and 6 Denver Broncos.
2: Ooh, Mr. Ultimate against the uh the ultimate letdown of a of a team in roster this year in the Raiders. You know, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Um, Any type of team has faced the type of adversity in, in, I guess, drama. You know, obviously with uh, Derek Carr. You know,
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
2: coming out you know in this press conference i'm gonna go with the raiders you know i think that the raiders uh, have a talent and i think the broncos after getting away Chubb, their defense is still good, but their offense just has not got it together. They don't know what they want to do. Russell Wilson obviously is not the Russell Wilson of old. So I'm going to go with the, with the Raiders.
3: The game of the day, the 6-3 and three Dallas Cowboys travel to Minneapolis to face the 8-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with the Vikings, man. Look, they made believers out of me. They play 60 minutes. They're physical. Uh, they're well coached. Their offense is explosive. They got explosive players and good players everywhere. They got enough role players that step up in big times. I'm gonna go with the Vikings, man. I like what they're doing. It's
3: it's gonna be a statement game and it'll be interesting to watch. Um, this may help determine how this division plays out. The five and four Bengals travel to face the six the three and six Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Steelers are you know, just not the Steelers of all. It's a tough year for the Steelers. They're not very talented um, as far as like you know skill position besides Najee Harris uh, and a few other players. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. They're, they're they're trying to get get back right, um, and I think they'll play well and beat the Steelers.
3: Sunday night football: the seven and two Kansas City Chiefs take on the five and four Chargers.
2: Oh, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. It's gonna be a good game. You know, a lot of yards passing, but. You know, I think a little bit uh, Justin Herbert. I won't say he's regressed, but I think the offensive staff has regressed around him, and I, I feel like they haven't been as innovative as they should have. With a guy with the, probably the best arm uh, in the league, or one of the best arms, a good deep thrower, athletic, you know, ability. And uh, you know, I know they've had a lot of injuries, but uh, I think they could do a lot more as far as like offensively and uh, scheme wise. And then you're facing Kansas City. I think as the years go, as the year goes on, their defense will get better. Excuse me. Uh, it will get better, uh, like they always do. And then Patrick Mahomes, they seem like look. They just picked up Tony <laughs> from yeah. you know the Giants, and they just they just got a plethora of athletes. So you just don't know who who is going to be that week that's going to go off on you. So I, I'm going to pick uh, Kansas. City.
3: Monday Night Football: The five and four a red hot 49ers <laughs> travel to Phoenix to take on Arizona, four and six.
2: Man, I'm never picking pocket Hercules. <laughs> Man, any dude that loves any dude that loves uh, Fortnite and and uh, what a Call of Duty more than he loves the NFL, he he, he can kick rocks to me. So pocket Hercules gets his little butt down, so they're they gonna lose. And you know what? He's gonna get Cush Kings Kingsbury, Mister GQ GQ fighter, Uh and he might be trade bait here in a year or two.
3: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one as it plays out. With the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, his picks on a Friday to get you ready for your Saturday and Sunday football viewing. We're going to jump over to the Big Ten Conference and ask you, uh, Illinois and Michigan, Uh, Michigan will will go into this thing as a 17-point favorite.
2: Yeah, I I don't think Michigan – well, it depends. A lot of it depends on Chase Brown's playing, if he's healthy and happy. Um, but anyways, I think Illinois' defense is, is ready. I think they're motivated. I think they gave up too many points last week. Like they'll tell you, um, they feel embarrassed. They feel like they they, they let themselves down. So they're going to come in uh, looking for, for a fight. I think um, Michigan's offense did enough against Nebraska, but not enough to impress me. So I'm going to go with Michigan to win, but not to cover. I think it's going to be a competitive game. But if Chase Brown plays, do not be surprised that Brett Bielema, not – Bulimia, <laughs> Brett Bielma, will, will have an upset uh, of the ages for his Illinois fighting the line
3: oh, Brown's that good. Uh, Northwestern travels to West Lafayette. They're 17-and-a-half-point underdog uh, to the Boilermakers.
2: <laughs> hey, man, this is wrestling. Hey, this is repeating. Get out of town for your for my man, Pat Fitzgerald. He's waiting for this season to be over. Um and <laughs> Purdue somehow has found a way to to go from the depth of hell of the Big Ten West and the, the ultimate, uh, you know, fumble the bag, as they like to say. Um, now they're, they have, they control their own destiny. So I'm going to go with Purdue uh, mainly because they're playing Northwestern. But number two, I think that was an identity win last week for Purdue to go on the road, run the ball, and be able to pass the ball. They're back on schedule right, in, right on time and going to head down to Indianapolis with this victory.
3: J- Jay, Jake and I just pondered for a moment the, the, the gut and the emotion of Nebraska football if Northwestern never wins another game in the Big Ten this season.
2: Oh, I'm not even going to think like that. I'm thinking Nebraska is going to win tomorrow. so and <sighs> the next week.
3: Oh, my goodness. It's, it, it, it's going to be this thing. Indiana travels to face Sparty, who's trying to get to a bowl, uh, Michigan State, thirteen and a half point uh, favorite.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with Michigan State. They're trying to get bowl eligible. I think it's part of their process of maturation of their program under Mel Tucker. I know everybody, for whatever reason, gets mad with you know because he got paid, and maybe it's overpaid, maybe it's not. Um, but I think you know from where the program was and where he's got them going, if he can make bowl games two years in a row and possibly upsetting uh, Penn State in the final week, that would be you know kind of a you know, a little bit of a whipped cream on, um, you know, horse doo-doo type of season for them. So I, I think they get bowl eligible against, uh, in, you know, in this next game. And I think, uh, you know, after that, you just never know.
3: Number two, Ohio State, a 27-and-a-half point favorite at College Park against the Terps.
2: Oh, I'm going to Ohio State. I think this is actually a, you know, I would say a good warm-up game, but I think it's a good game for them to keep their you know nice sharp their, you know work on their run game. You do you know, I'm not sure about the health of their their both of their running back. Try to get guys that maybe need some more reps, you know, or hadn't got enough reps, you know, throughout the season. Get some. Maryland will be a game opponent. They got good uh skill positions but just can't handle Ohio State up here on both both of the lines. I think Ohio State goes in there, handles their business like they should and uh you know gets on the on the plane back home with a victory
3: Number 11, Penn State, is a 19-point favorite in Piscataway against Rutgers.
2: Ooh. Uh, you know, this is, this, if there's ever a game for an upset, this might be it. But the only problem is Rutgers can't score any points. So um, I think their defense will keep them in the game like they have all year. Um, but I think Penn State will, you know, overwhelm them with their athletes. I think their defense is uh, better than what they've played on a consistent basis. The offense is a two-headed monster with running attack, and they got a really good receiver that's young. They always got a tight end. Uh, Clifford doesn't get enough credit. He'll go down as the most productive uh, quarterback in Penn State history. Um, it won't be appreciated until he's you know five years out of the program. So, uh, I think Penn State will win, but I think it'll be a tough victory.
3: Iowa travels to Minneapolis, two and a half point underdog to the Gophers.
2: Ooh. This game right here is, uh, you know, the thing is crazy. You can feel bad for Nebraska losing to uh, Iowa this many years in a row, but so is Minnesota. I think Minnesota's lost to them like six or seven times in a row. Um, and so I figure uh, if there's a year for Minnesota to get right and, and win a game, this is it. Because I think, uh, you know, Minnesota is a better overall team. When you look at their offense, defense, and special teams, Iowa was mainly predicated on getting defensive turnovers and the points off defense. I think. Minnesota is well-coached enough to where they won't put themselves in a situation for Iowa to, you know, reap the benefits of their defense. So, then, therefore, it put the total pressure on Petrus to win the game, I don't think he can do it. And so I think Minnesota finally uh, breaks through and gets that, uh, I don't know, apple orchard or pig trophy or whatever it is that they usually, usually play for.
3: The Longhorns travel to Lawrence, Kansas to face the Jayhawks. What do you got?
2: Longhorns win, you know. I think uh, Kansas was a good story in the first five weeks. Um, you know, the one thing that's surprising about Kansas, I'm surprised they haven't signed their coach back because uh, you know, people come knocking there even though they got a rock chop jayhawk going on basketball season, it's gotten started. So, uh, Texas will come in there, it'll be a tough game because I think you know they're well coached, Kansas is. Um, they physically will go out there and compete, they are a different Kansas team. But I think so is this uh, Texas team under their standards? Uh, I think
3: Texas wins. Number seven, USC at number 16, USC, UCLA in the Rose Bowl for tops of the Pac-12. Yeah,
2: I mean, this is it. I mean, if there's a team that's in the driver's seat to kind of, you know, get into the college football playoffs is USC. So this is, this is a double victory for them, beat the UCLA, uh, two, two highly ranked teams on national TV and being to continue along the process of being in the driver's seat to possibly get in the college football playoffs. You know, earlier on Big Ten, I picked UCLA. I got to say, true to my word, I I think UCLA, and you know, hopefully they don't make me wrong, I think they're a little bit more physical than uh, USC. And the team that beat them, er, USC earlier in this year, who was it? Utah
3: Utes, right? That's it,
2: man. Utah Utah Utes, and what are Utah Utes? Line them up, physical, um, pretty physical on defense. So I think UCLA gets back right and beats USC.
3: Jay, in the upset, uh, this is the most expensive ticket in all of college football for the day, that the Rose Bowl, which has (laughs) been empty most of the year, uh, the lowest ticket yeah. uh, to get into the Rose Bowl tomorrow will be $165. For a building that's been empty, they don't know how to act. Uh, also, on the other side of the ledger, in determining how, how this bowl thing is going to play out, number 10 Utah travels to Eugene, Oregon, to face the number 12 Ducks. Who you got? Yeah,
2: this is. Uh, I think Utah has some injury uh, stuff going on. I think a quarterback that hurt, in another one of their uh, – big time players heard. Normally I would pick Utah, but they're going to Oregon. Oregon is a well coached bunch. Um they quiet as kept. They've been, you know, after getting, you know, bow raced by Georgia, I think uh, you know, they've made a little bit of a comeback. So I'm gonna go with Oregon. They're playing at home. The game uh, last week was pretty exciting. Um they're explosive on offense. Um yet to be seen on defense, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Oregon just based on health.
3: It's going to be a good one. And finally, right here at home, uh, Nebraska and Wisconsin, how do you think it plays out?
2: Uh, Well, I think, you know, obviously it's going to be a physical game, but I think that, you know, Nebraska's run defense has been pretty consistent, you know, ever since Bill Bush has taken over. You know, granted, you know, guys have gotten over 100 yards, but it had to be volume. And so I think more of the same tomorrow. I think Casey comes back, uh, provides a spark for the team. I think Nebraska, uh, what they do well, Wisconsin doesn't do well. So I think this is going to help, you know, Mark Whipple and, and, and bunch, you know, get back to what the, you know, they've been doing at times on offense. And so I think, you know, oddly enough with the interim coach, Nebraska pulls the upset on Wisconsin and, uh, Jim Leonard has to wait another week to not only be bowl eligible, but the possibility of being a full-time head coach. So welcome to our world, Jim Leonard. And, uh, I'll give kudos to kudos, uh, Mickey Joseph for pulling the offset.
3: Yeah, let him get it somewhere else. You <laughs> do right. celebrate here. Hall of Famer, we appreciate you, brother. I'll see you at the ballpark tomorrow. That's Jay Foreman, Nebraska's Hall of Famer. Uh, we appreciate you, brother. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your Friday night. All right. Uh, we will be here. We're live at Bourbon Street. We'll be here. We'll give away these tickets. We've got uh, ticket T-shirts we'll also give away. We'll do that in the next 30 minutes. We'll have Jake Sorensen go through his games of the week and the games that he's looking forward to watching. Uh, of course, Nebraska and Wisconsin at the top of the list, but we'll find out what, what else he's watching when we come back to Old School.
2: Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com.